What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Presented here is a free teaser for this month's edition of the Top Rope Nation Classics Patreon Bonus Podcast. Every single month, we release a deep dive on a classic wrestling event as voted on by our supporters on Patreon. It's a true historical deep dive. The only place to hear these shows in full? Join the Patreon page for just $5 per month. The link is right here in the podcast description. Patreon is the best way to support the show. So click that link in the episode description and read all about it and enjoy this special free preview. What's up, Top Rope Nation patrons? It is October 25th, 2023, 25 years to the day of Halloween Havoc 1998. And that's what we are talking on the 47th edition of Top Rope Nation Classics here. Ryan Drosty with Justin Joint and Jesse Velasquez. Justin, my man, how are you doing? What's in the glass? You ready to go back to 98 once again, sir? Yeah, man, I'm doing good. Um, kind of waiting to make sure the Celtics pull out a W here, opening night of the NBA season. Tottenham, top of the table. Just as well say that now before they start losing and, uh, you know, hopefully stay in the top four. Uh, tonight, uh, being a little boring, same thing as last week, A just a little bit of the monkey shoulder. Oh, always a good one. Solid pick. Old reliable. I like it. Jesse, what about you? How you doing? What do you got? What is happening tonight? First things first. <laughs> like what what's happening? The last 24 hours have, have been nuts in my world just because I recorded a pod hint hint last night with Frank Pettiani and dropped it a little earlier. So I'm a little fatigued. So I may have to channel 1998 Conan tonight, get riled up by taking a rabbit out of your hat and choking it, and then trying to <laughs> calm myself down by taking the weed out of your pocket and smoking it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that in the Observer review of this show, Meltzer said that that Conan video is the best thing on the show? Not not sarcastic either. He's the best thing on the show. Crowd loved it. And it's cut on the cock, unfortunately. Hmm. You will not see what we're talking about if you watch on Peacock, but we, we can talk about this here a little bit later. You'll probably if you're watching WCW at the time, you'll remember the video. It debuted, I think it was the debut during this show. They aired it. it. Yes, it was. And Exhibition Gin once again from Studio Distilling. I had it last night as well. I'm a little under the weather. I'm kind of like what you had a week ago, Ryan. That tickle mm-hmm. going on in the throat. So, oh, uh, clear. Well, I'm, I'm I'm waiting for that to get to me because uh, both my kids are sick right now. Ah, uh, that's how it happens here. Well, mm-hmm. well, Justin, I went out tonight. Let's see, a little over two hours ago, and I went to you and I's favorite liquor store here in town, and I was like, I got to get that Three Floyd's mix pack. Oh, and I did pick it up, but then. When I went to pick out my beer tonight, I felt like there was another one calling my name. Because as Jesse 
just mentioned. A lot going on tonight. Dynamite. Of course, they have the super newsworthy Dynamite. When we're not doing a regular flagship this week to talk about it. But crazy stuff was happening. And as you guys all know, I've been writing reviews of Dynamite on SC Scoops. And I was I was writing my review right before we were about to get ready to go on the air. And I lost somewhere between 800 and 900 words of my review due to a technical glitch on our back-end editor. And I told these guys, it's going to push me back about 10 minutes. I was angry. I was Furious. Furious. <laughs> you know, I think that's the same right. thing that happened to the script for Halloween Havoc 98. I think it got <laughs> lost right before the show. Yeah. So if you're not watching, it's surly furious, is what I'm drinking. But yes, this is a this is a very newsworthy show for a lot of reasons. Um, I am looking forward to talking about with, with you guys. Have been all day. It's a notorious show uh for more than one reason because of the pay-per-view issues uh because of a very bad match a historic match because of a letdown of a match and much more and we are going to get into all of it now let me just ask did either of you watch this live in 98 i you know i've been racking my brain trying to remember how i watched this because i know i did and i'm wondering i know i didn't buy it and what i think happened is is Every once in a great moon, the pay-per-view channel that is normally scrambled during these shows just comes through clean as a whistle. And and I'm pretty sure that happened with this show, because like I said, I know I didn't pay for it and I know I've seen the entire thing. You know, I I distinctly remember watching Hogan and Warrior. Um, So I know I'm just not remembering the replay of goldberg and ddp the following night so i I, i'm pretty sure the pay-per-view channel just happened to be unscrambled so before i go to you jesse since justin and i are in the same town i have the same memory as you oh excellent all right yeah and as i was as i was reading about you know the pay-per-view issues with this show and everything just get that on the table we don't know exactly how many markets this happened in. that was asked by i think adam in our in our facebook group earlier today or yesterday the estimates at the time were like 20 to 25% of the U S had the show cut off because basically the show ran three around three hours and 15 minutes. And so when they hit the three hour mark, depending on who your pay-per-view provider was and how they did their signal, some markets actually just cut the show off and in different markets it happened at different times as well. And so we don't know the exact number, but when the show got cut off, obviously lots of people were really angry who had spent money on it. And, um, they ended up like airing the main event for free on nitro the next night, which the main event was uh, DDP and Goldberg, not Hogan and warrior. And I'm sure we'll talk about this later, but that's what happened. And so as I was reading about that, I was like, I didn't see like a free airing of it two days later, but I don't think anyone aired the whole show for free because then that would have pissed off people who bought it initially. I know Mm -hmm. there was some things where like they did rebates for people to get some money back and it it varied market to market because there were so many complaints, but in some markets it wasn't cut off. And it just, like I said, it depended on if you had a hard out for like a three hour show. And then if you guys remember how pay-per-view worked and on some pay-per-view channels, it was like at the top of the hour, they went to something else and they had just continually stuff on that pay-per-view channel in other markets like ours, they would have a replay like right after it and in our market whenever i ordered a pay-per-view i got the replay too for free and so 
I don't think it got cut off here, Justin. I think the whole thing aired from from my memory. And just like you, I remember like turning it on to listen through the scramble and being stunned that it was actually on. And I do remember yeah. watching Hogan and Warrior live. Um, but that's really the only one I really remember. I think I turned it on late. I don't even really remember watching DDP and Goldberg. Maybe I was so disgusted by the Hogan Warrior match that I shut it off. Um, the bitch of it is that I don't remember WWF ever coming in free. I, I agree, hundred percent, hundred. I always that was who I would always. I was always more of a WWF fan. I would always listen to those pay per views. I was listening to the Montreal Screwjob when it happened through the scramble. But there were numerous times WCW came in free. I distinctly remember Slamboree '98 came in free, and I taped the whole thing and then the replay too. So I like started taping it in the middle of the airing, and then I got the first half of the show on the replay, and so I had the whole thing on VHS. I, ECW came in free November to remember, remember 97. I don't think it ever happened with WWF, but I don't remember the cutoff. So I do think in our market, the whole thing aired. And so you're right, Justin, they forgot to scramble it here and the whole thing aired for free. So people here, if they found out about that, they would have been angry for a totally different reason. That's because I, I kind of remember being annoyed that they replayed the main event the next night because it's like, I already seen this, you know, it's like yeah. now I get to watch this match for the second night in a row, which uh, I'll wait. I'll wait until we get to it. Never mind. WWF thought it was a ratings ploy mm -hmm. because well, I, I think let's let's let Jesse okay. uh, talk because I, I think that is to me the big story about this show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll save that to the end because I have thoughts on that as well. Good news. Statue of Limitations has passed. Thomas Velasquez, you're safe. Pirated, <laughs> of course. Nice. Much like I think it started, my goodness, I think it was the Tyson Holyfield fight. Mm. was when we first got the box until about 2000. And I was in my gap year between high school and college. And I had I was assistant coach of my brother's peewee hockey team peewee traveling hockey team and three of the members came over to watch this and how i remembered that part of it was the conan video mm. because of the pop of the line that i actually that i spit out at the very beginning because they were 11 12 years old and they just yeah it, it was great they were like whoa they just said weed out of your pocket on tv <laughs> you know so yeah i i remember watching that live i don't really remember much about the event other than honestly the first match and the last match hmm yeah well i mean the interest was super high wcw was still doing good business-wise but they were starting to hit that point where they were about to go downhill you know hogan goldberg and nitro was only just a couple of months before this but wwf was mostly winning the ratings war at this point in time Nitro would win the next night, and I believe it was like the highest rated cable television yes. wrestling in like maybe ever, at least like a decade. And, uh, and I'm pretty sure it's the last time that Nitro beat Raw. Yeah. Also. So do you want to talk about that now or at the end with the the, the overrun? Yeah. Um. Well, let's. Before we do that, I, I'm just curious as to uh, where your guys' fandom was. With okay. Not to step on your toes, Ryan, because I know that's a question you like to throw out. No. Um, yeah, but in, in particular, because my, my memory is that I was way, way more into WWF at this point because throughout 98, they had lost 
uh, a lot of, you know, the goodwill they had with me because of, you know, the end of 97, they got Bret Hart and my excitement was through the roof. And then like, we've talked about it on the classics before, but you know, the Starcade main event happened that kind of left a sour taste in my mouth. And then just the entire way they used Bret Hart for the entirety of 98, just put a, you know, a, a sour taste in my mouth. So WCW while, while doing great business was not doing great business with Justin joint. He was very much, I, I don't think I was watching regularly at this point because my memory of this show was seeing this card and most importantly was my dream match since 1991, you know, Bret Hart and sting. So I was over the moon for this card in this show. And uh, I think more than anything else that this really kind of put a bullet in my love for WCW. How about you, Jesse? I split my allegiances three ways. I did started leaning WWF after Undertaker tossed Mankind off the top of the cell back in June of 1998. That's when I started watching Raw on a regular basis. I would still catch Nitros on replays, of course. Mm. But then I was like really introduced to ECW that summer. And this was when Rob Van Dam was in the middle of his world television title run. So I was, if I could get my hands on ECW TV, like syndicated television from my neighbor who was a huge ECW fan, I would just like walk over there. I'm like, do you have this week's show? I'd, I'd go through that. So I was just consuming anything and everything. Part of the reason why I took a gap year and, and decided to work. So WCW wasn't as high because of the split. I was like hating all of the, the lack of wrestling on the shows it was starting to turn into wwf light with the two with the two nitros especially that i watched beforehand one in chicago and the other one i was there in minneapolis there were so many talking segments they were literally copying wwf's like starts of starts of shows and then also finishes with overbooked seven nine ten guys coming in the ring people throwing garbage it it be it, like as the year wore on and through 99, I was just becoming more and more clear that WCW wasn't for me. Yeah. My experience was very much like Justin's. I had always been a WWF guy. And when Brett came over, I'm like, all right, I kind of want to convert now. <laughs> you know, I was pissed <laughs> about Montreal. And, but within a few months, I mean, we've, we've talked about how very few matches Brett Hart worked the first six months he was there on TV. I mean, I think you can count them on one hand. It's in, it's insane. Uh, at most two hands in the first six mm -hmm. months he was there. And uh, so I was, I was starting to get out and as listeners to our pod, know, I'm not the biggest Goldberg fan and that's not retroactive. I didn't, I was not a fan in the moment when he was super hot. I also, Same. I found him Same. not very interesting. And so when he, yeah, when he became world champion and then we're into the fall, he's still the champion. I was kind of like, all right, Bret Hart is the U.S. champion, mm -hmm. really? And Goldberg's the world champion. I was, I was kind of out at this point. I, Bret and Sting was a match I anticipated for years too. And I don't even remember being that excited for it because I was so down on WCW at this point. It was way more heavily. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. 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 Hero